And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by LNN, the League News Network. We pay attention to the news so you don't have to. on the cautious optimism. I think Kyan might be stuck. Hello? Where is this invisible ferret? <laughs> We've got to break that beam weapon so that Johnny Lee can't turn around and use it against us. You're going to take this ship and you're going to fly it away from here and you're going to sell it and you're going to give me 80% of the money. Don't you worry your pretty little head, Aurora. You know I'm an honest man. Why do you keep installing these AIs that don't let you do what you want when you want to? They're really frustrating. We were able to save you and your Delonian friend. And unfortunately, we were only able to recover one body from your ship. Your ship's been stolen. I'm sorry. Here, I just transferred 10 million credits to you as a way of thanks for rescuing me. What? Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine-foot-tall, four-armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. As we begin today, I think we're going to go ahead and say that everybody has had a night to sleep and some time to get healing, because you guys were pretty beat up, if I remember. So let's go ahead and say that it's been about 24 hours. Kyan has had a chance to patch up people who needed serious patching up. So everyone's at full health. Oh, good. Everyone has maybe had Liliana sew up the holes that laser shots and explosions had put in your clothes, and she's a seamstress. It's basically a new morning, and everybody is good to go. So I can get rid of my fatigue points. Yes, your fatigue points are cured. You've all had a long rest, okay. in D&D words. So as you guys get up, I imagine you're drinking coffee in the break room. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm there. Hold on. I am looking for a thing. Uh-oh. We're going to get a thing, guys. We're going to get a thing. <laughs> There's zats in our coffee. No. <laughs> that's, oh, my. Ooh. I had a coffee grinder, like, emit an awful lot of smoke <laughs> this week. So, uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I treated myself to a new coffee grinder because I thought it would be cool. And on the third time I used it, it bat out lots of smoke and oh no working. oh no and, and hopefully you went and got a refund so i've sent it back yes yep, yep. 
reason almost burnt down house. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then I didn't have any hot water. And when the electrician came to tell me why I didn't have any hot water, he was like, yeah, literally your house nearly burned down. So that was exciting. Yikes. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So as you're in the break room, not letting Rico near the coffee maker because he <laughs> might burn the ship down. <laughs> you casually have the news on, as you often do in the morning, and a human announcer comes on the TV and says, New developments in the FLE proposal to create a space police force under league federal control. Jornor Moore is going to push for a vote on the bill in the next couple of days. And as it stands right now, it is expected to pass. What the passing of this bill will mean for interleague trade and commerce is yet to be seen, with several opponents saying that it will cut down on trade and put a halt to the cooperation that many of the planets have formed under, as one human senator said, the Wild West of the previous trade situation. There's been increasing activity around Earth as a large number of human-controlled spaceships have been seen entering orbit for some reason. The human senators are telling us there's no cause for alarm. They're simply monitoring the situation. But those planets living near Earth are, of course, extremely concerned. The infestation is not expected to break out, but who knows? And about that time, they break for commercials. And you guys are now here in your break room. And what do you want to do? Well, I mean, news aside, that all sounds dire and tragic, but... One, we're really far away from Earth. And two, none of us have any political power. So it seems like we'll just... Nor do I want to go back. Yeah, let's just keep our ear to the ground and see how that turns out, because I don't know that there's a whole lot we can do to affect it, except assassinate people, which I don't want to do. Now, Captain, I could totally be down for assassination of Earth political parties. I mean... No, no, no. But I'm so upset they didn't even talk about my impromptu concert yesterday. Liliana, they won't have talked about your concert. This is like the national news. Maybe that'll be on the local news. So? More of a local news thing. <laughs> the intergalactic. Should totally be on the global news. I'm just saying. <laughs> well. Okay. 30 points. The psionics are spending it on their stuff. You guys get to choose what you want to spend it on. We're going to the psionics. Pension. Uh, <laughs> the psionic convention yes you guys are, <laughs> you guys are down there on the 13th floor and you're in the throne room where the spirit is sitting in her throne and you both hear in your minds the spirit's voice say i'm so glad you've returned to continue your training you've had an eventful couple of days you wouldn't believe it it's been crazy yeah we get into some interesting situations, but this has been a lot of really compact, time-wise, interesting situations. You're very talented. I've observed you from afar during your escapades on the hired gun. Your skills would be very valuable amongst our people if you have any interest in staying with us. Well, speaking of that, what exactly are your plans with all of this? Because it seems like you're, you know, preparing for a little bit more than like a political, hey, we should have rights kind of thing. We're prepared to defend ourselves from the violence that has been put upon our people for centuries. 
our goals are to be able to live openly and freely amongst the general population without having to hide. We want freedom for our people. The same struggle, in a lot of ways, as your Mator brothers. He nods in understanding, but in the back of his mind, he is cautiously concerned. I sense that in the back of your mind, you're God cautiously concerned. <laughs> you are worried that we're going to instigate violence? I've just had a lot of recent experience with a lot of instigating of violence, and I don't know that it's necessarily the way I am interested in living my life. That's commendable. Kyan, I think everybody on your ship instigates a lot of violence. He just sighs. <laughs> just sighs deeply. <laughs> Is it my ship now, too? I'm part of it. I get to instigate violence now. <laughs> About this time, a human woman, probably 20 years old, enters the room, and you hear the spirit's voice in your head say, This is another... Young Psionic will be joining us for your training for the next week or so. This is Felicity Ralston. And the human looks at Liliana and says, Oh, hey, I've seen your concerts. You're really good. Thank you. Do you use your psychic powers to trick people into thinking you're a better singer than you really are? No idea. <laughs> okay. Kyan's doing the like the neck thing where you take the hand. You're like, no, uh, 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 don't say that. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I'm just here. They told me to come here, so I'm just here. I guess they have my sister in the back, but I don't have a sister. Wow. She looks at the motion that Kyan is making, and she says, "Well, I guess I'll change the subject now." And uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Felicity, and. It's nice to meet you guys, and I am really looking forward to learning how to use my gifts. And the spirit says, very good, very good, child. And if you'll come with me, and she leads you into the room you were in before. They've put new hinges on the door, and you see a fairly large locking mechanism as well. This is the same door that uh, Rory kicked open a few nights ago <laughs> to get everybody's attention. So they lead you into the room, and they have you sit down crisscross applesauce on some fluffy pillows, and the spirit begins training you in your different abilities. And this goes on throughout the day. They provide a meal. The first day is difficult for both of you. You don't make a ton of progress on your first day, but the spirit assures you that that's normal. It just takes more practice. And at the end of the day, Felicity says to Liliana, well, I guess we're free for the evening. Do you guys want to go somewhere and get something to drink or something? I don't really know anybody on the station. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on with anything. Um, sure. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> Mr. Kyan, do you want to go somewhere and hang out at a club or something? Sure, that sounds like a nice way to spend the evening. Okay. So she takes you guys to the, oh, what was the name of it? The Pilot's Refuse. <laughs> Is that the bad one or the good one? That's the bad one. Okay. <laughs> As you guys enter, she says, I know it's not a fancy place, but the drinks are cheap. And it's all I can really afford. Liliana's going to take her arm and, oh, don't worry about it. I got you. Oh, really? Oh, well, I guess because you're a big, famous musician, you probably have a lot of money, huh? Yeah, I can cover you. No problem. That's nice. Great. Hey, thank you. 
So you guys sit down at a table and the waitress comes over and asks, Liliana, what would you like to drink? I will have your best house whatever. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> and one for my friend here, too. Of course, of course. Fluids, bartender, fluids. <laughs> would you like our best house beer or our best house wine? Wine sounds good. We'll do wine. Okay. And what about you, Mr. Forearms? I will take your best house beer. Sounds fun and promising. Very good. Oh, wait, wait. Felicity, do you like beer or wine? Do you want beer? Wine is good. If you're buying, yeah, whatever. Whatever you want, yeah. Okay, wine. Okay. The waitress goes and brings you all glasses of wine for you guys and beer for Kyan. It's okay. None of it is special, but it's not terrible either. It's fine. And as you guys sit there drinking, she says to you, so you guys know each other from before the psionic training, right? How do you guys know each other? Oh, we go way back. Yeah? He's my bestie. Kyan is actually very touched by that. Because, yeah, we actually just met a couple days ago, but we've been through a lot in those couple days. So, yes. Yeah? Been through a lot, what, trying to find the spirit and the... Oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe everything that happened. There was a ship and then another ship and it came <laughs> up goes, Wait, 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 person on the ship that we're on the cautious optimism it's a a very nice uh cargo ship that is currently docked at the station you're a crew person on it wow what do you do do you load boxes heavy lifting um i'm actually the ship's doctor he's a medical officer he's a doctor can you believe it he's so good too i've seen him save people's lives really wow He's the coolest. That's that's amazing. I didn't know there were Matorb doctors. Good for you. Thank you. He's so cool. So how does a Matorb doctor who's a crew member on a spaceship become best friends with a, a pop star? He helped me find the cutest hoodie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. It like changes colors and stuff. It's awesome. I left it back on the ship, though, so you can't see it. But I'll show it to you sometime, because it's so cute. Kyan, Kyan's just going with it. Joe, <laughs> Joe is like, wow, that's the gayest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> while they're having uh, drinks and conversation, what does everybody else want to be doing? Do you want to be doing some shopping, or should we just fast forward to the next day? What do you guys want? I don't really see a need to role play through the shopping part. I'm currently looking at skills so <laughs> Sorry, okay okay well so let's go ahead just one thing i imagine that at some point when there's a like quiet moment in the day rico's gonna go and find hank okay and she's gonna be like oh hank hello i bought you some coffee oh thank you rico i was wondering uh whether you'd be able to teach me how to use a beam weapon only well, we had that whole thing with those, like, very angry basketballs, and I wasn't very helpful. And then I did pick up that beam weapon, and I did shoot that guy, uh, although not very well. And I think maybe I should know how to use a beam weapon. 
are you sure you're comfortable with using said weapon to do said things to bad people? I mean, not really, but since I joined this crew, people like occasionally try to kill me, and I think maybe I should be able to defend myself a little bit more effectively than with my claws. People have never tried to kill me before. It's a bit weird. It's an acquired taste, for sure. Yeah. So I was wondering whether you could show me how it all works, and um, I could get some practice. Well, I mean, you know, I specialize primarily in ballistics weapons, but, I mean, energy-based weapons operate much the same way. You aim, you shoot, things quit chasing you. We can definitely do that. I know that the captain is obviously a beam weapon expert, but uh, she's a little bit bloodthirsty and slightly (laughs) scares me. Yeah, she's got a hair trigger for sure. Um, uh, Maybe tomorrow. Uh, I can give you a hand with the upgrades and then maybe after that we could practice. Yeah, that sounds good. And in the meantime, I can get with Shipcom and try to find a shooting range on the space station. Yes, that seems like a good idea rather than putting holes in the side of the ship. (laughs) There's enough holes in the side of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) And this is what Rico will be doing. Okay. So similarly, Rory is going to go and first... (laughs) <laughs> get on get on uh the league's uh youtube channel and look up how to look things up on the internet and then <laughs> one of the first things she's going to look up on the internet is a training program uh she's going to go find a gym on the station and learn how to throw a punch oh. so those are the two things that she's going to be doing during this week learning how to google and learning how to throw a right hook okay so you're obviously going to train up in some kind of boxing or melee combat skill Brawling is how I like to refer to it. Brawling? Um, (laughs) Yeah, the the brawl skill, as GURPS would have us call it. And yeah, since I can't Google without both first having computer operation and then having research on top of it, I figure I better go ahead and get those in or else I'll never be able to find anything on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, you've got to roll really high research in order to find the good porn. I mean, information. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. I'm scandalized. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> For some reason, we all don't believe you. <laughs> First time Kelly's ever failed a, a lie. A t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? All right. <laughs> So Rico is training up in some kind of gun skill, right? Yep. If Hank is teaching her, you'll be learning the bullet shooting gun skill because that's what Hank's proficient in, right? Hank doesn't have laser gun skill, beam guns. Yeah, but come on, a gun is a gun. From the standpoint of using it, a gun is a gun. A gun is a gun. You point it and pull the trigger. And I, I was going to caveat off of that while we were at the range, me attempting to teach her to do that. I was going to learn long range weapons from someone there. Oh, yeah. So we've gone to a gun range. Right. And we are learning whatever skill. So like I'll probably pick up beam weapons. Yeah. But yeah, we've gone to a gun range and we found appropriate people <laughs> to teach us appropriate things. Yeah. At a gun range, you could find instructors for whatever shooting type things you want to learn. That is totally doable. Cool. So beam weapons are a separate skill from regular guns because aiming it is, I'm sure, the same, but there's issues with maintaining and, you know, you don't have bullets, you have energy cartridges and cleaning them is very different. And a laser gun, I don't think, would have any kickback. So that's probably a different skill you have to learn if you're going to learn ballistics 
slug throwers. Yeah, so I guess she's gone to Hank because the captain makes her a little bit nervous around yeah. all the, the like weapons. So she's gone to Hank because they've got kind of a rapport going on. And I guess he's gone and found a like a more appropriate like taken her to a gun range and like got assigned in and set up and stuff because she wouldn't have known how to do that or what to do on her own. Yeah, and she'll be taught the right way as opposed to the way that Rory would teach her, which would be like, "Hey, you shoot, you aim for the eyes because yeah. if you don't kill them, at least they can't see." Wow! Oh my god. Which is a lot for most people to be like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the eyes. Wow. Yeah. 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 I've heard aim for like between the eyes. I've heard that is a thing. Yeah. No, aim for the eyes. Okay. <laughs> I can picture both Rico and Hank you know, side by side at the shooting range. So they could be a group activity, even if they're using different weapons, a long range rifle and a laser gun or whatever. You guys could be hanging out. Yeah, maybe they've booked a couple of instructors who are giving them specific pointers on the specific weapons that they've, you know. Yeah. Because they've got 20,000 lopsies each, so, you know. Why not? Instructors are probably very excited to help you guys. Yeah. <laughs> With that much money, I mean. So yeah, a week at the gun range, or however many days at the gun range you spend getting trained up, will probably cost 100 lopsies apiece. And for the drinks, Liliana subtract like six lopsies. Okay. They're not terribly expensive drinks. It's not a very fancy place. And drop 20 lopsies, Rory, for your <laughs> week pass at the boxing gym. Okay. All right. So after like maybe the third day... As Hank and Rico are leaving the gun range, an alien creature, four-legged, with green legs covered in scales, kind of lizardy-like, and then a torso coming up the top, like a human body on top of a four-legged lizard leg situation. I'm not great at describing these weird things, but... <laughs> Anyway, this creature, and also two kind of human-looking arms on the torso. So imagine a centaur, I guess, but shorter legs and green scales instead of brown fur. So this creature walks up to Hank and Rico and says, Excusez-moi, uh, may I perhaps have a moment of your time? Uh, yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, bonjour. Bonjour. Hello, hi. Uh, here, please, uh, come with me. I shall buy you both drinks and we can, we, sh we can have a, um, uh, conversation, uh, w okay? Uh, what would you like to have a conversation about? Oh, 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 we should not begin the conversation until we are relaxing in a pub, enjoying a beverage. We? Hank's hand is hovering over his pistol. Being very suspicious, sir. Yes, you're being quite cagey and i'm at least going to need to know the subject matter before we go anywhere with you oh you two are both very suspicious yes key to staying alive around here one finds fine my name is chatopat i am a private investigator and you see now its hand is also hovering over a holster with some kind of firearm and I have been hired to find a young woman that I know has been spending time with your friends. I don't mean to start any violence. I am simply looking for information. How can I find this Liliana and Kyan? 
I'm sure this alien just wants Lily on his autograph. Nothing to worry about. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. We actually have quite a bit of listener feedback to go through, but this episode is already a day late, and I'm supposed to be on a plane to Copenhagen in about 10 hours. So, we will make sure to cover all your comments during the next Cautious Optimism episode, which we'll be releasing on July 8th. For those of you who didn't listen to last week's What Is Not, I am taking a two-week hiatus because I will be out of the country. But this will give me a chance to get caught up mentally and relax a bit so when I come back, I can get ahead on episodes. My hope is to get enough episodes banked up over summer break so that way when I'm back in school, I don't have to stress as much on those weeks when I just can't get as much editing in. But thank you for all of those who have sent messages. I promise I will get to them when I get back. And if you want to add your own comments and questions, there are several ways you can do it. You can follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, and you can email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. You can also contact us on our Slack channel and Discord server. You can find those by heading over to geek2geekmedia.com and going to the Contact Us tab. Listener Jeremy in one of his emails mentioned that there really isn't an As The Dice Roll channel on the geek to geek Media Discord, but you can comment in the tabletop gaming channel. I know Bama frequents that one. And if you tag me in your message, my handle on there is Epic Grays, then I'll make sure that the rest of the group sees the message. Now, I know two weeks is a long time to go without new As the Dice Roll episodes, but you can still get your fix by checking out our crew's other internet endeavors. If you play the Elder Scrolls online, Raven has just started up a new podcast called The Tenth Divine, where she interviews content creators in the ESO space. Make sure to support her in her new endeavor. And if World of Warcraft is more your thing, she still also hosts Girls Gone Wow. Bama is back on Twitch with King of the Heel, live on Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, as well as bi-weekly on Thursdays at the same time, and he's playing video games in between. Bama can also be found with Todd on their Farming Simulator podcast, Farming Simulated. Todd and Alinzia can be found on their podcast, Nerdberg Review. You can find Kelly on her Geek Relationship podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek, and I can be found on my podcast, Geektitude, although I will be taking a hiatus through June over on that show as well. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here on Friday, July 1st with the next episode of What Is Not, and then again on July 8th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see what this alien with a suspiciously French accent wants with Liliana and Kyan right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. I don't mean to start any violence, I am simply looking for information. How can I find this Liliana and Kyan? I'm not sure we can help you, sir.
I have seen on the social media that your two friends were having drinks the other night with the young lady, the young human girl, which I am searching for. I have been hired to find and return to her family. Oh, so you've been hired to find a human girl? Yes. All right, GM, how many people are around right now? Well, you're outside the gun range, so it's a public place. There'd be a lot of people walking around. I'm just going to calmly place my hand on Rico's and just give a slight nod and remove my hand from my pistol. Oh, good. You have decided to be uh, reasonable, then? Yeah, we can have a conversation. Okay. Good, good. Come, come. I will buy you drinks in exchange for this information. Come with me. And if you go with them, they lead you over to a pub that you have never been to before on the station. It's the Ziggy Zog. And it's a pub that seems to specialize in weird chairs for non-humanoid species. And she leads you over to a table that has a chair that's more like a big stool that she can perfectly sit herself on with two legs hanging out the back and two legs hanging out the front. Unfortunately, all of the chairs here are real weird, and you ordinary humanoid two-legged people don't find anything that looks super comfortable, but you can make do. I'd like to scan the bar for suspicious characters. The bartender is a giant, you know, bigger than a human, much bigger than a human-sized caterpillar, and they're handing out drinks to... A whole weird set of aliens, many of whom you don't recognize. You're pretty sure a lot of them aren't even from the League. They're from outside. So Rico is just staring at the bar, like around the bar, really fascinated by the different species that she can see. She is no longer paying any attention to the person who's come in here or Hank or anything. She's just absentmindedly pulled her iPad out of her pocket and she started making notes about all of the various different species that she can see. Very good. Okay, I would like both of you to make uh, perception checks then. I mean, I'd love to do that. I really would love to do that. She can't roll. (laughs) There's a cat in my dice tray. Somebody remind me how the dice maiden works because... Here here we go. I'm doing it. I'm sending it to you. There it is. All right. Oh, I'll take mine over yours. (laughs) Yes, I was just putting it there so you could paste from it. Go ahead. Uh, Success by three. And also my laughing has now ejected the cat from the dice tray, so the next time I can actually roll some real real dice, of course. I tied, so success by zero. Success by zero. Yeah. Okay, so Bama, you were specifically looking for suspicious people, right? Right. So a lot of the people there look like they might be up to no good, but nobody appears to be interested or paying any attention to you or your weird Centauri-like friend. So you feel comfortable enough that nobody means you guys any harm or anything. Hank's still going to stay on the edge of his seat, whatever seat he ends up choosing. Sure. And Rico, as you look around, you also notice nobody is paying you guys any attention. Although, as a scientist, you're probably interested in the fact that several of these species you haven't ever seen on any of your, you know, research or or expeditions or learning experiences. So, a lot of these are undocumented species that you know are not members of the League. Amazing. She's just scrolling away and not paying any attention to the people she came in with. I'm going to nudge Rico and do like a little head nod towards the strange creatures in the room. I know. Aren't they fascinating? There are lots of species I've never seen before. This is fascinating. 
And while these centaurs paying attention to Rico rambling about the species, I would like to text the captain what's going on. All right. So Captain Rory receives a text from Hank. What exactly does your text message say? Weird centaur lizard looking for Liliana and Cayenne. And I dropped the name of the bar. Help. Okay. So Rory, as you're finishing up your boxing match, you get that text message. I forget what the rules were on the station. We can carry our weapons with us, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's carrying weapons on this station. That's fine. It's really just don't steal and don't kill. Okay. Those are the laws. Oh, whoops. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, well, (laughs) how's that? We weren't technically on the station. (laughs) Oh. So I text back to Hank, OMW, because that'll still be an abbreviation for on my way. Universal. Universal. And I take off my little futuristic space boxing gloves and head over to the bar. All right. So it's going to take you a few minutes to get over there. And so while that's happening, Chato Pats says, I, by the way, am a Vildan. A Vildan. You are perhaps not having seen my people before. Not once. No, I don't think I have. What? Where do you come from? Can you tell me a bit about your planet? What sort of... um. Um, how how do you live? What things do you eat? What uh, what's your life like on your planet? She's staring so intently at this person now. It's a little bit uncomfortable. This is very many questions, and of course, I will answer some of your questions if you will answer some of my questions. Is this okay? It depends a little bit what your questions are. That sounds fair. I'll start with the questions. You answer mine. I'll answer one of yours. Why do you want Liliana and Kyan? Rico's looking really affronted, like, that's not the question. Like, why are you starting with that question? I'm not interested in that question. She's looking really pissed off at you right now. <laughs> or, it is not actually your friends themselves that I am interested in. They are hanging out with uh, Felicity, the, the young lady that I have been hired to find and to return to her parents. And so I am trying to find Felicity. And I have seen on the interwebs several pictures of your friends spending time with this Felicity. So I'm hoping that if you can introduce me to Liliana and Kayun, then they can introduce me to Felicity. Out of character, since this is our third day at the gun range, presumably it's their third day training with Felicity. Have you guys told us anything about her? If Liliana had gone back to the ship, Liliana probably would have just rambled to everybody who would listen about Everything that happened during the day, including about Felicity. So I would say yes. Would you have told us that you would be out where you could have been spotted with him? Isn't floor 13 a secret floor? Mm-hmm. You and Felicity aren't going down to like TCBY space yogurt, are you? Like, I expect I would have said, you know, hey, and we went to the junkie dive bar and we had some wine. It was supposed to be the best wine they had, but it was really nasty. Okay. So you have been in public together before. Yes. Okay. Okay. I feel less protective. I don't know this girl. You will see Hank visibly relax a little bit, realizing that what his concentration is. Okay. And I have answered now uh, one question from you. And a furry one. I will answer one uh, question from you as well. I uh, Just to be a sign of friendship and cooperation. Uh, my people, the Vildons, we're from a planet called Vildania. And Vildania is very, very far, far away from here. I have uh, traveled all over the universe doing research and investigations for anyone who is uh, in need of of help. 
fascinating. <laughs> now, perhaps you can answer a question for me. Uh, where is Liliana and Kayun now? Every time I try to locate them, I cannot find them. I've been all over the station. I can never find them. Uh, where, where are they? Uh, my understanding is they have been spending their time in a secret location that we don't go to with them. Oh, they are in a secret, a secret place. It's a secret to us. Here where they are, is what Hank is trying to say. Uh, we've been at the gun range. I've been learning how to shoot beam weapons. It's terribly exciting. Oh, good question of me. What would you like to ask? What's your planet like? She says, diving in before Hank can ask some, like, much more, like, on... Yeah, Hank's opening his mouth to say... <laughs> My planet, it is, uh, for most species, it is considered very hot. Very hot. Oh. Very... And humid. Very hot and humid. How, uh, how hot? How humid? It is... I'm going to look up a Fahrenheit to Celsius. Uh, oh, yeah, you'll have to give it to me in proper units. <laughs> <laughs> Bildonia is uh it is often as much as uh 50 degrees in the in the celsius uh, any goodness it is very hot it that's very, very hot. hot that's very hot indeed yes um so how are you adjusting to the station it's not that warm on the station i have uh had uh, uh how do you say the, the genetical engineering so that oh. i can be comfortable in uh, environments that are more common uh, throughout the, the galaxy. Oh, fascinating. I'd have figured you'd be freezing your hooves off. Yes, yes, it would be. It would. This would be unbearable if I had not been modified. Now, the, the downsides is that if I was to go home again, I would have to have that genetic engineering. It would have to be turned off or else I would... Be just as uncomfortable there as I would be here without it. It, it is quite a quite a conundrum. Ah, yes, yes, I can see that that would be a problem. Why did you leave your home? Oh, I have uh, how you say uh, the wanderlust. Ah, okay. Oh, you know it is. I am I am wanting to see the see everything and and see all the people and all the worlds of the of the galaxy. Yes, yes, I quite understand. I quite understand. Yes, and uh, how how far have you been in your travels? Well, well, hold on, hold on. You've asked me now a couple questions. I think it is time oh, for oh, me sorry. to ask you. Yes, sorry, yes, yes. sorry, sorry. I get I get carried away. I'm a scientist, you see. I get carried away. Un and, oh, and Rory is rushing. I don't know. If put that you'll be there. Picture. You'll be there soon. Hold on. It's a big <laughs> station. Hold on. <laughs> and she has to find what this place is. That's true. You've never been there before. You got to pull it up on your Waze account. <laughs> your friends, why are why are they in a, a secret place during the day? I don't. I've been at the gun range. But you must know where your friends. Where have they gone? I think they're taking cooking lessons. Cooking lessons do not need to be in secret. This does not make sense. Some people. That are, I would say, Kyan, for example, from a what is viewed to be a more physical, brawly race, are often ridiculed by studying softer material. I literally have no idea what they do during the day. Um, we're at the gun range. They're not at the gun range. She sort of shrugged. I think Hank needs to make some kind of a deception check. 
which we know doesn't exist. Yes, I know. There's no such this, thing as deception. This is a weird... How do they not have deception? But It's a persuade. A persuade. Would, would that not fall under a willpower role, though? I mean, something like that. I think it's intelligence, but... Uh, same stat for me. Okay. Well, go ahead. Minus four intelligence check. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Nope. Go about two. Okay. I I don't know about the, the furry one, but uh you you, the fur less one, I feel like you are you are telling me a lie. I think about this time is when Captain Rory is gonna enter this bar and see the three of them at a table. Captain! Captain! Rico's gonna, like, she's, like, waving her hand. Captain! I come over. As the table's attention is turned to the captain, Hank's gonna slide his pistol out under the table and have it pointed directly at the Centauri Vindal whatever. Hank shot first. I didn't shoot! (laughs) It's not shooting! It's just out! Just ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Captain, we found found a new friend. This is... Oh, uh, I don't think I can pronounce your name. I'm terribly sorry. Would you would you say your name for the captain? Chateau Pats. Uh, yes, and uh, they're a completely new species that I've never seen before, which is very exciting from outside the league. Oh, fascinating! Isn't that fascinating? It really is. They're looking for Liliana and Cayun. Um, they are both members of my crew. What are you looking for them for? Specifically, I am looking for a young woman that they have been spending time with. I, I am a private investigator, and I am looking for Felicity, a young human girl who I have seen on the social medias, uh, was at a bar with Liliana and Kayun a couple nights ago. And I am hoping that Liliana, if you can help me find Liliana and Kayun, then they can help me find this young lady. Well, I tell you what, why don't you write down your contact information and give it to me, and I'll give it to Felicity when I see her, and then if she wants to contact you, then she can. See, problem solved. Come on, you guys. We got to go. I'm sorry. You, I'm, I'm sure you understand. We're very busy doing lots of uh, weapon upfits to our ship, so I, I'm going to need to take these two back. So it was nice to meet you, and I'm doing my head to let you guys know, like, get up. Get away from this thing. Come on. <laughs> I was having a nice conversation. Uh, oh, we were, I'm so we sorry. Were, we were asking, we were learning so much. Would you, would you not agree, furry one? Yes, yes, I would agree. But my, uh, but as my captain's, like I, uh, this is my captain. I have to do what I'm told. You must follow orders. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Pitter Patter. Uh, I don't pay. I don't pay him to just drink and, and chat. We got a lot of stuff we got to do. I, I believe his name is pronounced Shit Your Pants. Okay, well, then that well, I, it was lovely pants. meeting you. Chateau, Chateau. Your name is Chateau? You Chateau your pants. Chateau pants. Oh. your pants. This is, Chat- now you are just insulting me. I'm, I'm just not very good with languages. I'm sorry. I'm not very good with communication or speaking. I, I do apologize. But it, wonderful right. meeting you. Nice hooves. Like them. That, that's really cool. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch you later. But, yeah. but do, but yes, if I, I will let, I will let Felicity, where can she find you? Where are you staying? Where can I send her to come find you? <laughs> they reach into a, a little fanny pack and pull out a business card and hand it to you. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I will. The next time I yes, hear it, yes. be the first thing I, I, I let her know. I will be, as uh, as you say, sitting by the phone with anticipation for this phone call, which I am sure is going to happen quite soon. Absolutely. You got it. Okay. 
And I do a little, with the card in my hand, I do that little thing where you, like, do a salute. Like, see you later. Rico's looking at both of you, like, really confused. Like, she understands that there's something going on here that she doesn't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, Cap. Um, uh, yeah, back to the ship. I have to follow it. I have to follow orders. I'm terribly sorry. I'd love to hear more about your planet. You will not even learn about all of the animals that live on my planet. Oh, we yeah. I, I gen, genuinely, I'd love to, but I have to follow orders. We have a chain of what's it called? A chain of chain of command. Chain of command. We have a chain of command. I have to do yep. what I'm told. Uh, okay, it was good meeting you. It was genuinely fascinating uh, meeting you. We're, we've recently published scientific papers on uh, species that we've not come across before. So uh, yeah. Fascinating. That is so interesting. Uh, it's a shame you could not ask me more questions, and then I could ask you questions. You could have been published a second time. I, I know, but I have to do what the captain says. What? I didn't know you've been published. Oh, well. Au revoir. Uh, what, what language? What language is that? Is that the language from your planet? This is ancient Villadenese. Oh, okay. Fascinating. I met a, a human once who said that it was, bore a striking resemblance to an ancient language from their own home planet. It's very, very coincidental, no? Oh, that, that, I mean, that would be very strange. Very strange indeed. I, I do think Earth is a, I, I do think Earth is a very odd place. A scientist would want to study that. Hmm, yes. Uh, but I have to, the captain, I have to go. She's terrifying. I can't upset her. Come on, Rico. We have a business. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Here I am. Look, I'm leaving. I've put my my iPad away. All right. You guys get out of the bar and head back to the ship or wherever you want to go. Well, so when we're out of earshot, assuming they had ears um, (laughs) and not just tympanic membranes, um, what was that about? Hank texted me. You know how I am with talking to people. I can't lie my way out of a paper bag. I just, I'd rather throw the truth at them. And, and I knew it was going to require subterfuge to get out of that. Well, so why did they want Felicity? Unclear. We didn't get that far. You rushed us out of the bar. Okay. They said they were a private investigator. They are gen- genuinely a fascinating species, Captain. Um, well, uh, it's 50 degrees Celsius on their planet. That's really hot. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's had to have some like genetic engineering in order to survive in the space station. I mean, that is interesting. <laughs> it is. See, it is interesting. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> let's communicate this to Felicity first, see what she has to say about it, that someone's looking for her. About 50 degrees, Captain? No, no, about oh. this, weird, <laughs> this weird hooped thing looking for her. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, that would, that would be more sensible. Would right, be more sensible. and if it's not some sort of strange bounty hunter situation, arranged marriage, I don't know what could be going on. We're almost out of the league here. Um, then, you know, then have his business card and, and, and you guys can chat all you want. Oh, the phone calls, Captain. I felt like there was something going on I didn't understand. No, I, it just, I think they understood that I was just removing you guys from being questioned. So you're not going to make a phone call? To whom? To them? To them. No, well, I mean, not, no, it's up to Felicity. They're the one being looked after. You can make a phone call to them after we find out. What I don't want to happen is for us to say, oh yeah, here's Felicity. And then they'd shoot the whole place up and take her back to be a, a, a wife slave on a planet of wife slaves. We don't know why people are looking for people. Uh, yes. Indeed. Rico just looks really confused. Like, okay. 
<laughs> just once all that's clear, then, you know, you can go and, and ask all the questions you want. It seemed, from what I could tell, they shouldn't have had that many questions for you guys. Do you know where Kyan and Liliana are? No. Okay. That should be the end of it. <laughs> it seems like they were trying to get some sort of extra information out of you, which means that there was a little bit of subterfuge on their part going on. And, you know, I'd just like to know. Well, Captain, my goal was kind of to find out why they were trying to get to her so that we would not deliberately take them to her. Right. You're not as good at this as I am, Hank. You fix engines. I lie to people. Obviously. But you've never lied to me, Captain, right? Of course not. Okay. And you've never lied to me, right, Hank? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rico's just, like, staring between the two of you, like... <laughs> like, she knows there's something going on, but has no idea what's going on. I'm just going to go back to the ship, I think. This is very, you're being very, this is very confusing. Um, I'm going to go and, uh, I'm going to go and put some coffee on. Okay. Should we go to the cooking class? Absolutely not. Cause now somebody's probably watching us. We should go back to the ship and wait until, to the ship. until Hank and Liliana. I mean, God, I keep doing it. Todd, you made me <laughs> you do it. That. I, I, yeah. Names are hard. Yeah, I know. I will in the ship group text so that the two of them get it. Maybe don't be seen in public with Felicity until after we talk. Next time on The Cautious Optimism. I mean, she is like super talented with the psionic stuff, so he could just be after her for that. Uh, yes, my friend Rico here is looking to purchase their first beam pistol. It's so cool. I'm learning that like I can transmit my thoughts straight into your head and like talk to you like that. I want to know how it is invisible. How it like what its properties are that make it invisible. I don't want to make it visible necessarily. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 